Did your heart just beat? Okay, then praise God. Join us in prayer and fellowship in the name of Jesus. We would love to pray with you and for you in faith. God is an amazing God. His word lasts forever, and I believe you will be blessed as we all fellowship in the name of Jesus Christ. So as we continue on in our book of joy that I like to call the book of Philippians, um, we're going into chapter two. Um, I'm going to call this the joy in serving. Um, I mean, many people, even as Christians, live only to make a good impression on others or to please themselves. But with that selfish ambition or vain conceit, that brings discord. And and I believe Paul stressed spiritual un- unity, you know, asking the, you know, the, the Philippians to love one another and to be in one spirit with one another and to have purpose. You see, when we work together, you know, caring, caring for the problems of others as if they were our own problems, which demonstrates Christ's example that he wanted to show us by putting others first, being a servant, you know, finding joy in serving. And, and, and like, it's just like putting God first is, that brings the joy in serving, serving the Lord. That's, that's our first thing. Sir. I mean, that, that's one of the first commandments, you know, serve God. I mean, that, that acknowledge God and everything. So, you know, don't be too concerned about making a you know good impression or, you know, I, I feel like, or meeting your own needs that will that will strain your relationship with God because you have to, you know, serve or help someone. We go through that. And so like like in like in verse three in uh chapter two of verse three it says, um do not do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather in humility value others above yourself. You know, selfish ambition can ruin a church. I mean, I believe, but, you know, genuine humility can build it up. Being humble involves having a true perspective about ourselves. I mean, it it doesn't mean that we should not put ourselves put ourselves down or anything. Absolutely not. But before God, we are sinners and we are saved only by God's by God's grace. So as sinners. We need to lay alone, lay aside our selfishness, our selfish ambitions and treat others with respect and common courtesy. I mean, that's what we need to do as as a human race. I mean, look at the world. If there was just more humility and selflessness. Then everybody could see God in everything. You know, but I mean, we look at chapter, I mean, look at verse four, where it says, uh, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to interests of others. And so I'm, I'm breaking down verse four, like, so, it, you know, in, in Philippi, you know, that was a booming city. That was a very popular city. Um, the, co- the composition of the church reflect great diversity. It was, it was very, very, very diverse in that country. In that city. And so, uh, I mean, all kinds of backgrounds, people from different, you know, 
various backgrounds, um, all walks of life, you know, and, and going back to Acts chapter 16, this gives some, you know, indication of the diverse makeup of, of the church of Philippi. Um, the church included, you know, Lydia, a Jewish convert from Asia and a wealthy businesswoman. You know, all this is written in, in Acts chapter 16, the slave girl, Acts chapter 16. Um, I mean, it, it's just so many. So many different walks of life. But Paul encouraged us to guard against any selflessness and prejudice or jealousy. You know, things that might lead to, you know, selfishness or standoffish. You know, showing genuine interest in others is a positive step forward, you know, in maintaining unity among believers. So when we have empathy and sympathy for one another and when we can reach out and, and feel what another person is feeling, you know, he's not going to let you go without. But if you're doing it with, you know, selfish ambition, then then that's a different story. Um, looking at, uh, you know, I'm breaking down verses, uh, verse 11, um, you know, verse five through 11. Basically, it says, I mean, basically, these verses are probably from a hymn, you know, sung by early church Christians early Christian church, um, the passage holds many parallels um, to the prophecy of the suffering servant. I mean, I think back to Isaiah chapter 53, you know, um, it was not meant to, you know, to be a complete statement about the nature of the work of Christ. You know, several, several key characteristics of Jesus, however, are praised in this passage. One, Christ has always existed with God. Two, Christ is equal to God because he is God. That's why he's equal to God, because he is God's son. He's God in the flesh. He came down as God in the flesh. And then three, um, through God, he became a man to fulfill God's plan of salvation for all people. I mean, uh, that's something that we got to think about. Often people excuse selfishness pride or evil by claiming their rights they think or I, I i believe or whatever the case may be um i can cheat on this test after all i deserve to pass this class or i can spend all the money on myself i worked hard for it i mean that's what that's what we that's the stuff that we can put ourselves in well i worked hard so i can do what i want to do with it I mean, here, here's another one. I can get an abortion. I have the right to control my own body. Mm. But I believe as believers, we should have a different attitude, one that enables us to lay aside our rights in order to serve others. You know, if we say we follow Christ, we must also say we want to live as he lived. We should develop that attitude. We should develop his attitude and humility as we serve others, even when we are not likely to get recognized for something. Why, 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 why not still do it, even if we don't get the praise for our efforts? One thing I want us to think about is. Are we selfishly clinging. To our rights or are we willing to serve? Meaning, are we selfishly saying, well, what would it benefit me if I do this? Or if I don't do this? 
What will I gain if I give this? But Jesus was the ultimate. He gave the ultimate sacrifice. Jesus came down as a servant washing feet. I mean, you wouldn't go around touching your neighbor's feet. But Jesus said, I'm going to wash your feet because I'm going to serve you. You need to have that. My pleasure attitude, not the no problem. Like when we when we do something for somebody, uh, no, we always say, ah, oh, no problem. No, nah, that's not the attitude we need to have, because even if it was a problem, we will still we were still supposed to do it. It should be our pleasure, my pleasure to do this for you. Because it was a pleasure for Jesus and we're made in God's image. We're made in the image of God. We're, we're made to follow Jesus. Jesus gave us the example. So his example was it was his pleasure to do these things. We need to look at how we can serve better, how we can remove that little bit of a little bit of, of pride that we have left, that little ounce of pride, how we can turn that into serving, not thinking about what we're going to get from it or, you know, what my status is, but how to remove that pride from our life to serve just the way that Jesus did. Jesus came down and served. That's the example that he said. Everything that he did was an example. So that's what we need to look at. We were made in his image, in the image of God. And if God came down as a man and, and showed us the way, he showed us how to serve. He showed us all aspects of life. And so I want us to think about how can we do a better job at serving without complaining, without thinking about me. But how can I serve just for God saying, have unconditional love always. And I know that's probably going to be hard to do because it's it, it's at a point we'll get to, you know, what about me? But that's not what we're talking about. God is saying unconditional serve without grumblings. That means without complaining, without thinking about myself or thinking about what I'm going to get from it. Just serve because you want the person that you're serving to feel happy and loved and welcome. And know that there is no walls between you and them. So think about that this week on what can we do to serve one another better?